This is Friday, April 28th. How can we get along and live in community? Now, as we're looking at our vision this week, the focus has been on walking together as we walk with God. I know it sounds easy enough, but well, you know how difficult human relationships can be. We see relationships blow over what blow up over what seem to be the smallest of disagreements. Friendships that seem durable dis- dissolve away in the withering de- desert of misunderstanding. We've all seen this, and most of us have regrets over friends lost through the years. It makes us wonder how Jesus expects his followers to get along. I remember years ago when our kids were young, our son Andrew was given a gift by one of his cousins for Christmas. It was an ant farm. That's right. We looked at the package, which included a coupon that you mail in and the company sends you the ants by mail. It was winter and we were warned about ordering ants when they could freeze in transit. I took out the little guide that came with the ant farm. It is called Uncle Milton's Ant Watcher's Manual. I read the manual to my kids, and they listened with rapt attention to learn about how ants live and how to take care of them. The manual begins, Ants are fun. From the minute you stock your ant farm, a whole new world opens up in front of your eyes, a busy, bustling world that shows you that ants are a a lot like the nicest people you know. This little book has sections with titles like To Start Your Farm and To Stock Your Farm and Ants Love to Eat and They Drink Too. But we were most interested in the section which said, Don't Start a War. This section began, While ants are very loving with one another in the same colony, they will fight with ants from another colony. So don't ever mix your ants or you will start a war. Now, just that morning, my kids had been fighting. So as I was reading, I stopped at this moment and looked at them and said, you know that you're from the same colony, right? Okay, enough of ant colonies, but let's think about human communities and they function, how they function. First, they need someone or something to unite them. They, then they need a way of relating to each other and finally, a sense of purpose or goal or destination, you might call it. Now, communities brought together by Jesus had it all. Every reason to walk together because they become members of the same family. United to one father, they become brothers and sisters. Called into the mission of God in the world, they possessed a deep sense of purpose and meaning as a people. You see, coming together in Jesus opened the way to a new community. Here's a description of how the members walk together and serve together, serve each other in community. It's Colossians 3, verse 12 to 17. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. 
Let the message of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now, these words were written by the Apostle Paul to one of the first churches, actually a church that began because of the way of the gospel spread from person to person. A person led to Christ in one city carried the gospel to another. So this church needed to be shown how their community could function. That statement in the beginning, I'm sorry, in the middle of our text about the peace of Jesus ruling in their hearts is the wellspring of everything else. Once you have the peace of Christ in your heart, the way is open for a life of peace with others. How can you have this peace? Well, in the forgiveness of Jesus, we find peace with God. Our sins are forgiven, and we learn the way of grace. There's no room for superiority among others because we know our status has been given to us through the goodness of God. It's all of grace. God also gives us new clothing to wear, compassion and kindness, humility and gentleness and patience too, through the presence of the Spirit at work in us. And as a result, we are equipped to love each other. We can bear with each other and forgive each other. You might ask, how can we not? We've been forgiven by God. We know God's mercy, so how can we not be merciful? Now, this doesn't mean that the challenges to community fall away. What it means is that God gives us extraordinary resources in the gospel to break through conflict and to find peace together. In the process, the members of the community share the word of Christ with each other, supporting one another in their life together. In the end, the members of a new living community do everything in the name of Jesus. This is the description of the mutually supporting life of the community of Christ. What it looks like when we walk together. Now, does this mean that we avoid all conflict? No, that's impossible, and it may not even be helpful. We can learn about ourselves and others and learn to live in the gospel when we experience friction and conflict. Also, this becomes the time when we come to experience the beauty of the resources of God's love for us in loving one another. Now, going back to Uncle Milton's ant farm, so many of us have experienced such disappointment in communities we've been a part of, and we may even shy from joining in community now. I get it. But you know, that's not an option for us. This is what we are called to live in when we're called to Christ. We come to walk together. Would you walk with me? Let's pray. Father, we have so much knowledge, but without your spirit, we don't have the resources to love one another. Enable us to look to you, to trust in you, and to live from the gospel. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.